0: Are you the kind of person who feels comfortable asking a venue to charge your phone? Well, if you are, then you're in good company. Today, we'll be sharing stories from our past, playing some games, and maybe even performing a live sketch or two. Let's put a spoon under running water and flood all surrounding rooms. Grab your knitting needles and a blanket because it's time for four old friends to sit around and sew a new patch into their quilt of friendship. So join me, Dion, under the covers with Christian. Welcome to Patchwork. Josh. Welcome to Patchwork. And our special guest, Sammy J.
1: Welcome to Patchwork.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Now, as you've heard, we have a very special guest. Sammy J is an award-winning Australian comedian, writer and composer. He's played in Edinburgh, Montreal and London and even Australia. He's had a sitcom on Netflix. He's performed for many years as the man puppet comedy duo Sammy J and Randy. He also creates weekly satirical sketches, which can be seen on ABC TV Uh, Sammy will be very busy uh, in the coming months as he'll be hosting The Breakfast Show on ABC Melbourne. Am I going for long enough, Sammy? Is this (laughs) something that I need to... I'm just reading out your website, (laughs)
2: basically.
1: And uh, the words that I wrote are ringing true. Do
0: you disagree with any of it? So far, so good. (laughs) And also, Sammy J has announced a national tour uh, beginning next
1: year in Feb. Thank you, Sammy, for joining us. Dion, just need to pick you up on several things, <laughs> starting with your inclusion of the word spoon in the very start, which I found personally offensive, uh, having just endured the most frustrating brunch experience of my <laughs> life. When the infamous Welcome to Patchwork platter was served up, uh, the most delicious creamy yoghurt sat atop the platter, and when I went to partake, no spoons. Not just that, but when I requested a spoon the offer of a fork was made. (laughs) And that fork just happened to already be on the platter. So, uh... Can
2: can I qualify that? You did... uh, Well, you looked as though you were searching for a spoon. Mm. Uh, I saw you gesture towards the fork. Mm -hmm. I did make an offer. Mm. Would you like me to get a spoon? Mm. And you said, no, that's fine. Mm. But could I argue this fork did have quite a cupped base? Okay,
1: this is ostensibly an audio medium, but I will not allow you to pull the wool over your list of eyes. It was the smallest, yes. most childlike... The surface area of a normal fork does indeed afford one, an ability to scoop up some sort of gelatinous liquid. There was nothing. It was like... People at home, imagine two toothpicks sticky taped together.
2: Well, can I just say that there were lots of forks. So, Sammy, <laughs> what I would have asked you to do is tie many together and fashion yourself a spoon. <laughs> Well, that will be segment two of today's program. <laughs> now, before we get started, I had a Christmas party a couple of weeks ago, and we, we were all this big group together. We have some younger staff. We have some older staff. We walked into the escape room, and one of the younger staff made the presumption that she could go straight to the attendant behind the counter, hand over her phone, and say, could you please charge this for me? My curiosity is... Is there an onus on uh, on staff, on events, on places to charge people's phones now? Is that the society that we're living in? Christian, you sound shocked. Did you have a problem with it? I did because I don't think that you should presume that a venue will, be, will, will have the appliances and the charging cables for your phone. Well, how was
3: the question phrased? Was it, can you charge my phone or do you have somewhere I can charge my phone?
2: No, no, no. <laughs> It wasn't even that long. It was charge my phone. <laughs> no inflection upwards. <laughs> no. <laughs> well,
1: hang on, because if it's an inflection, it is a question, not a not a demand. You're
2: right. It was a question, but it was it was a presumption. It was my phone is low on battery. Here it is. Take care of it for me. I'll be back in an hour and a half. I don't think there's any responsibility that the venue needs to do
3: that. And I think uh. venues like that, it is just the individual staff member that maybe has brought their charger in, and it's them as an individual that make that call.
1: Sammy, what do you reckon? Thoroughly agree with my learned colleague, Josh, to my left. Um, <laughs> you can ask anyone in the world whatever you want. It's a free society, I believe, in free speech, but you need to be aware that you're not living in a vacuum and how you ask it is going to reflect back on you yeah. and potentially influence the result in answer to your question. Yeah. For sure,
2: but do you believe that the venue has the responsibility to provide the charger? Absolutely not. However, again, a
1: venue thrives and lives and dies on Google reviews. And if you're going to be nice <laughs> to your customers, you're probably going to
3: benefit from yeah. it. No, but that's the key. You can't put the review in because your phone's out of battery. <laughs> so. Like, uh, no, we can't. And is your phone nearly dead? Because that'd be great. <laughs> Did she supply the
0: cable,
2: Christian? Or was no. it just the brick that she was after? No, no. The, the attendant had... Multiple cables. It was almost as if... Different cables? Different cables. She handed the phone over and she had a look and she was like, okay, iPhone 8, lightning (laughs) cable, (laughs) bang, into the wall. So this is an escape room... Building, yeah. so I yeah. guess they're used to taking
1: people's phones. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, that's a good point. Mm. I think the world has changed. Let's all be honest <laughs> no, here. No,
1: I disagree with that. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you make such an outrageous claim? The world, well, I was going
0: to say so the I'll world. Take has, it back. <laughs> the world has changed in relation to battery packs. Battery packs are so cheap, you shouldn't be running out of prepaid phone credit. You shouldn't <laughs> be running out of uh, charge in your in your in your phone. This the the world has changed, and I like I think personally they should supply a. Uh, if they've got one, but they shouldn't even be
3: getting to that point because that person should be monitoring their charge. We know it really annoys me? People who now have the battery pack in their purse or in their bag and they plug it in. No issue with that, but it's when they continue to use the phone for an extended period of time with it plugged in. What's the problem with that? No, no, put it in storage in your bag or your purse. That's when it's charging. When you're getting out to use it, unplug it and use it as a normal (laughs) phone. This is so stupid. It is, (laughs) yeah, it is so stupid. But why? But but you just put it on the back of the phone. No, because they're really awkward when they're holding it. It's really they annoying. All, they they, they are. are. They all yeah, are. Yeah, they all are. <laughs> These <laughs> people know what they're doing.
1: I believe the world has changed. Um, <laughs> hot take. <laughs> the, the old days of our little Nokias that would last for four days, and now here we are with big, dirty dongles, looking like it's basically like back to Neanderthal times, isn't it? <laughs> uh,
2: do you ride the lightning, Sammy? Do you take your battery right down to the line? I don't. But nor do I
1: use a battery pack because I think that's just like. Really? No, I carry a charger with me and I'm always confident that I will find myself not lost in Nevada. <laughs>
3: And, and close to death, but near a, a cafe, a library or home where a power source exists. Well, I used to work at, um, I used to run one of the bars at the Falls Festival and we used to have a lot of people in the VIP bar coming through and going hey mate, you've got a charge, you know, you're on a big farm at this festival so they don't have power and so my attitude was always I'm not supplying anything and I'm not taking any responsibility, but if you want me to put it behind here, behind the bar, happy to do it, not my problem though, whatever happens to it.
1: The responsibility, that's the thing, even with these establishments, like yes. the escape room, and then you come back and your phone's gone and who's to blame mm. exactly
0: right but leading on from this you know if you can't christian ask a venue to charge your bloody phone can you ask a venue to turn down the music can you ask a venue to wind up the air conditioner like what can you what what rights do you have because the other day i was at breakfast and i just went across to the speaker no. at the breakfast place i just turned it down no. and fantastic the, and the- <laughs> And the wrath that I got from the waitress, I didn't see it. But the person I was with said, man, she's giving you this look. You shouldn't have done that. It was way too loud. But yeah. Not your call. Not
3: my call. I probably should have done it. But I shouldn't be getting wrath for that. Yes, you should. Because (laughs) a venue as an establishment, they have made the decision on the mood that they want to have. They haven't. No, they they, they have. But but look at the mood they created. That's (laughs) the mood they wanted. You didn't like the mood. Dion, you walked into this place.
1: You have eyes. You have ears. You're a smart man. You can take in. Take in the establishment that you're entering. Yeah. If the music wasn't to your liking, go somewhere go else. Go somewhere else. Exactly. But I'd
0: already ordered. Your
3: problem.
1: Can I ask them to turn it down? Of course you can ask. I can
0: do that, but I can't do it myself.
2: Acknowledged. I, I reckon. <laughs> you the- can't
1: go into the kitchen and cook your own eggs if you
2: don't <laughs> like the way they did yeah, it. Yeah, they didn't like that, that either. <laughs> no, I think you have to be comfortable. I think for me, I would never ask... For an air conditioner to be turned up or yep. down or a door closed or a music turned up or down. Yep. Because I don't want to change the dynamic that they've set. It was pretty brazen. I
3: regret my actions and I will never be going back there again because I've been banned. <laughs> 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 well, I had this amazing, when I was on my recent trip to uh, Egypt to the Jordan, um, there was this amazing restaurant we went to. It was fantastic. It was very hot in Egypt. It was like an open air kind of thing, outdoors but covered. And there were fans just oscillating there. And we, there was a massive tour group that had come in. And it was the weirdest thing. It was clearly one of those big bus tours, um, all a bit older people. And the guy was directing. He directed who sat at what table. So he was like, uh, Joan, you can go with Robert over that one. Um, Vincenzo, you can be on this. And he, like, organized where everyone was sitting. And then so we found out this guy's name was Vincenzo. And he was just a weird guy. And so, like, really, really hot, right? Fan oscillating over the table. <laughs> Vincenzo gets up, talks to the staff. Stop the fan oscillating please I was like You're in a really hot thing So he gets it to stop And I was like It was breathing on his back And everyone else Comfortably on the table But he was like Not interested in this So he aimed it away From the table About 10 minutes later He's got up again And he Can you just turned it off please <laughs> Boiling hot in Egypt Just turns off the fan I was like Alright that's Vincenzo's choice Who's sitting one person On a table about 10 Why did he want it off? I don't know what's, what's the deal? It was unbelievable Unless he didn't like Air on the back of his neck I guess Or
2: he just loves sweating
3: <laughs> into it, yeah. yeah, he really yeah. It. Also,
2: I think the idea is Get a good sweat happening Get the fan back on You cool that water down mm-hmm. You've made yourself an ice pack <laughs> You're literally the ice pack um, What do you guys think about cloakrooms? Because I tend to uh, err on the side of not using them Despite their practicality Despite how good it is to be able to place your jacket down Place a bag in a room mm. I don't like interacting with the cloakroom staff <laughs> I feel like I'm sure all, they love you. I feel like they're all disinterested in me, and I want—I want a pleasant interaction.
1: I am just scrambling through my life story, trying to remember the last time I was at a venue that had a
2: cloakroom. Yeah.
1: <laughs> now. Go to the gallery and drop your bag off. Sure, but you're acting like, is it a gentleman's club? Are you some some sort of private parliamentary restaurant?
2: <laughs> Put my blazer down, of
0: course, absolutely. No, the place I'm thinking of is the <laughs> Toff. Yeah, that's yeah. where yeah. everyone yeah. thinks of. Oh. It's <laughs>
1: the Toff. Okay, I was there three weeks ago. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and they're always so disinterested. Christian, do you think you should be charged to cloak? No, no, don't charge me to cloak. I'm going to spend heaps in your bar. <laughs> yeah, But yeah. also, every time I go to the Toff, which is a bar in Melbourne take my jacket off, go up to them, give it to someone, turn around for a second, there's a different person there. <laughs> if you leave the room and come back, there's always a different well, attendant. The other
1: person has left wearing a sweet new coat.
2: <laughs> That's
3: why it's free. Okay. They just Guys, they just give you the jackets. <laughs> it's just it's the amazing. other side of the bar.
1: <laughs> Do you think when you put your bag in, I'm, I, I'm far more interested in the bag situation. Sure. Do you think when they're bored, once the rush has... Subsided. Mm. They just go through your shit. I I assume they do. I, 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 it's like storing your data in the cloud. I assume <laughs> there's just people looking at everything. And I'm I've made that decision that I'm okay with that. But
3: that yeah, that's the thing that I hate. The sign that says we take no responsibility yeah. for this. Like no, as a cloakroom, you take all the responsibility. That's your one job. Yeah, you're looking after my stuff. That's why I'm not just leaving it on the floor in the club.
0: Yeah, as distinct from them looking after your phone, you don't expect them to if it gets stolen or something. It's on no. them. If
3: something gets spilt on it, unless unless it's like a charging service, like at, at different festivals and stuff these days, yeah. they have those like lockers of phones and you put mm. them in, then yeah, that's your responsibility. If I'm giving my thing to you and I'm paying some sort of fee for it, absolutely, that's your responsibility.
2: I think a free cloakroom, but they charge you for insurance over your goods.
3: <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, so I was scrolling through Instagram again and I got right to the bottom, right, right, I scrolled all the way, all the way, got right down to the very bottom mm. and I got to Alexander Graham Bell's account. At ring a ding ding. (laughs) And and the photo was of two tin cans and a piece of string. And the caption said, This thing is bullshit. (laughs) Hashtag, gotta be a better way. Hashtag, phoning it in. Sam, are you what, on Instagram as well? Yeah, I didn't go that far back. I just went back
1: 107 years um, to Captain Edward John Smith, Captain of the Titanic, uh, at Face Magoo. Uh, he's posted on April 10th, 1912. It's just a selfie of him on the dock at Southampton with passengers boarding behind him. Caption, uh, cruise ship passengers. Hashtag one more voyage until I retire. <laughs> Good time.
2: <laughs> oh. Well, I also had my phone out And I also was scrolling All the way All the way through Instagram And I got all the way back To Albert Einstein And his handle was At Let's get physics cool <laughs> And uh, And the photo It's a group shot Of all the Einsteins At a large family reunion And the caption is It's all relatives <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Smile for the photon Oh, oh wow The her at the end <laughs> Dion,
0: were yes. you on Instagram? Yeah, I was actually. I was um, scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Got right to the bottom. I came across a photo of an angry French woman on the battlefield, <laughs> with the handle "Noah ain't the only ark," <laughs> um, with the caption reading, "Sick of all these men on the battlefield dominating conversation. One soldier just mansplained to me what a bayonet is. I'm leading this army in the battle.
3: Of course, I know what a fucking bayonet is." <laughs> Hashtag viva la France. <laughs> <laughs> so, I was trying to uh, write down a phone number the other day and it occurred to me there are two situations when I'm someone's telling me a phone number. Sometimes they'll, they'll say it to me and I'll write it down or do I get to look at it and write it, write it down? And I much, much, much prefer... Someone saying it to me and then I write it down or punch it in myself because I hate looking away, looking back because I lose my point. I was wondering, what do you guys prefer to do?
0: Sammy, I'm so interested in your opinion on this. What do you, you like doing? Do you like it being dictated to you or do you like copying it off?
1: I prefer the dictation mm. and me typing it in, but I am pretty devastatingly quick on the old phone. Like people watch me texting and they do comment. Oh. <laughs> it's just a blur. Yeah. Thumbs? Two thumbs? No, one thumb just at pace.
2: <laughs> One thumb at pace. Yeah. You're like Thumper from mm, yeah. th- I can't remember the film. <laughs> thumper from that film. Is it a rabbit from Bambi? Bambi? I don't yeah. even think he had a thumb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there was no phones thumper. there either. Thumper's a rabbit. Right? Thumper is a rabbit from Bambi. That doesn't use a phone. Doesn't use a phone. <laughs> no, 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 no. Thumper does use a phone. You never see it because Thumper is so quick. Yeah. <laughs> That's me. Um, I, I, I disagree with you, Sammy. I disagree with you, Josh. And probably <laughs> Dion. I haven't said anything yet. <laughs> I assume that I'm going to disagree with you. <laughs> um, no, I'll tell you quickly what, what
0: my deal is. I much prefer someone to dictate it to me. Just do it well. Just yeah. do it well.
2: I, but I don't like my eyes darting back and forth between paper and mind. <laughs> oh, but I do. I like, I like the time. You get to dictate the time. If someone shows it to you, you don't have to worry about their rhythm, the way that they read it out. You get to... I, I like the patience involved with, I'll take it in here, I'll move across, write it down. The person showing me the number can see how far through the number yeah. I am.
3: And how many how many digits per peak are you going for? How many digits
2: per, per peak?
3: peak? Sorry, yeah. I didn't realise we had
2: uh, <laughs> DPP. <a> DPP.
3: <laughs> yeah, how many are you going? So you look across and you're coming back. How many you're writing down? How many you've absorbed in that um, look?
2: If it's a, if it's a phone, I tend to play with a four three three formation, <laughs> yeah. and I'll go I'll go your zero four something something. Yeah, a, a triplet and then another triplet. Would you ever be so bold as to pre look right down the zero four? Oh. <coughs> of course I would. Why
3: wouldn't you? Uh, well, you
1: come unstuck once and it's a very horrible...
2: Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, really. Because you, you start on 04, you look back at the number, and then you're confused because you're back at 04. <laughs>
3: <laughs> don't know where to go. I used to do with my phone number the 4222. Because, and it used to be great. I thought it was clever. I thought it was much easier to remember because the digits of my old phone number, it was uh, 0404 and it was seven. One seven two seven, and I ooh, thought that was great because yes. you got the same numbers. You're coming back and forth. The amount of people it confused. Yeah. I stuck with it for about three or four years. Oh Josh. And then I went to four three three. Great. Another thing that you sometimes have to do is over the
0: phone. You need to relay sometimes a series of letters and numbers to someone. You know, using this cellular connection, which is <laughs> you would know as a phone call. No way I'm going. With this. <laughs> um, um, but, so, but one of the experiences I have is that when you call up Apple and you need to give the serial number of your Mac and it's this mixture of letters numbers and I'm not particularly good at uh, the phonetic alphabet. <laughs> I'm, I'm awful at it. Um, what are you guys like with your phonetic alphabet? I, I, yeah, I just make up... The word yeah. in my head, but I
1: got I got a creepy weird words.
0: Yeah, so... yeah. So what we're actually going to do today is Christian. I don't
2: know the phonetic alphabet.
0: <laughs> That's why we're doing it today, Christian. I have written down my Mac serial number. Um, I've changed a couple because we know there are some sneaky uh, patchworkers <laughs> out there that look it up and try and give me Apple Care. Um, <laughs> but Christian, I'm gonna I'm gonna pass this to you, and I would like you to read it out to me as if I'm an Apple support specialist uh, using the phonetic alphabet, very very clearly. So here's the here's the piece of paper.
2: Okay. Sorry, pretty- just if you're gonna be an Apple Care specialist, just a little more smug, please. Yeah, okay. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, and really cool as well.
2: Also, I'm assuming that the, the, the zero with the line through it is a zero. Uh yes it is. I wanted Great. to make that clear. Okay. Um am I giving you a call? Uh yeah, give us a call. Hey, um No. Oh no, you you <laughs> answer the phone, that's all right. <laughs> No, actually, I got in before you. Hey, my, f- my laptop is absolutely stuffed. Welcome to Apple Support. Can I help you? Uh, my laptop is absolutely stuffed.
0: Okay. Um, I can definitely, uh, I can definitely help you with that. <laughs> that's great to hear. The last person I spoke to was the opposite. <laughs> the one thing uh, I'll need from you is your serial number. Would you just be able to read out your Mac serial number? You can find it by the sure. Apple logo
2: top left of your screen. The quality of the line's pretty great, so I'm going to avoid the phonetic <laughs> alphabet if that's okay. That's all right. Josh will fix that up in post. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so my serial number is J for Jam, yep. zero, yes, two, mm-hmm. W for Wings, mm-hmm. six zero, mm-hmm. S for Samuel. Sorry, that was S S for Samuel. Yep, Y mm-hmm. for Yarra River. Mm-hmm. H. So, so, so is that Y and R? <laughs> <laughs> just just Y, Yarra River, one word. <laughs> H for helicopter, mm-hmm. V for vendetta, <laughs> 2 for it takes two to tango, <laughs> and T for it takes two to tango. <laughs> Should we do the whole support call now? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. I'm just going to log into your computer now. <laughs> no, wait a second. <laughs>
3: Well, the one I used to work at a um, travel agent So we used to have people call in And would book the holidays over the phone And it was a lot of older clientele And it used to frustrate me to no end Getting the credit card from them And I know how I would give the credit card And I know what I would want to do And I would be expecting them to do that But it was just like pulling teeth getting this (laughs) stuff So what I would like to do If you would like to be me, Sammy Receiving the call And I'll be the old person calling up And uh, giving you giving you my credit card number in the way that they would typically do it so I'll, I'll call you up the travel agents ring ring, ring Josh's ring. maiden voyage how may I help you <laughs> um, hi I've, uh, I'm wondering have you got that um, that hotel that's in Sydney yeah I'll just uh, look it up thanks you wanted the view of smoke <laughs> <laughs> yeah as smoggy Jeez. as possible would be and great and
1: how many beds will you be requiring
3: uh, just one big one <laughs>
1: lucky little boy <laughs> Righty, um, okay. Yep, I've got. That, yep, that's standard. Two hundred and ninety for the night, including breakfast buffet with spoon included. <laughs> Wonderful. That sounds great. Um, I'm I'm ready to pay. Let's let's go. Okay. Can I scrub your credit card details, please?
3: Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, <clears throat> 043.
1: O four three. Sorry, is that a Visa or a Mastercard? Amex? Uh, Visa. Okay, Visa. Sorry, what was the number again? O four three. Yes. Six. Okay. Oh. So mm. Sorry, just from the top again.
3: Seventeen. <laughs> no, oh. We go from the top. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Yep, o oh, four three. Yep, six. Okay, six o. Oh. Mm-hmm. Seventeen. Yep, seventy seven. Okay. <laughs> Forty two six six. I will need that once more. <laughs> Forty two six six. if, if
1: what, I could, okay, what I'm going to get you to do is hold the card in front of your eyes now, and oh. just in a steady, <clears throat> slow stream, just read the numbers out.
3: Which numbers? The ones on the card. R O B E R T. K-W-I-L-L-I-A-M-S. Right. I might, I
1: might get you to come into the store, if that's okay.
3: Um, oh, uh, uh, have you got all that, um, Uh. Yeah.
1: Look, I'm just going to put it on mine, okay? <laughs> um, you look like you could use some help.
3: Oh, that's very generous. Thank you very much. <laughs> You're welcome. It was interminable. I just wanted four, 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 and then date, date, CVC. That's all I wanted, and they could not handle it. As was like, every time you write down a credit card number, you write it in fours. That yeah, Give it to me yep. in fours. <laughs>
2: but they give it to you on the card in fours. I Follow know. that pattern. That's what <laughs> I found very odd.
1: The problem is we're dealing with people who are using the phone to book a trip in the <laughs> age of the internet. So yeah, there's that, your first problem. That's
0: right. And I was I'm so surprised that when we're giving this information over the phone, we've got a We've got a keyboard in front of us. Why can't I send them this information? Why Great. can't I send you the? Or why can't you send me your serial number? And then it pops up on my screen. Why isn't it You're asking me. Do you want the answer? Oh, yeah, I would love the answer. I, I, Sammy, sure. you don't have the answer, do you? I had the answer. Oh, you had the answer.
1: Recently, I was booking something, and they, you know, they sent me to a recorded message and got me to thumb in my credit card oh. um, for security reasons. I reckon it wasn't that. I reckon it was people going insane from people
2: reading out yeah. the, uh, the number incorrectly. <laughs> oh my God! Getting through that credit card and making a mistake towards the end. Christ, there's no way to know how to start again. Are you supposed to just wait a period of time, then restart pressing in the number? Or do you just hang up the call? You're
3: talking to old Thumper Thumbs
2: Jay (laughs) here, so I've
1: never had that problem.
2: (laughs) The worst is when it's a very long one
3: and you know you've made an error towards the end, but you have to wait for the computer to read it back to you. Yeah. Come on, give me that six that I fudged. Come on, it's coming up. Here it comes.
0: The other thing that I hate is when you're inputting numbers into a phone and you... And, like, they don't give you enough time to, like, flick between apps. So, like, if I've got the number that I want to I want to dial into my dialer, give us some time. I have to switch back and <laughs> forth. It's so, like, oh, we didn't get your... Yeah, of course you didn't. You didn't wait long enough, you idiot.
1: Yep. It's the universal language of hash. The hash ends the interaction with a robot. Can we all agree on that? <laughs> and until then, it's at your pleasure. I love that.
2: That's the way to take down Skynet.
1: <laughs> Just hit hash. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. It's been an indeterminate number of patches since my last confession.
2: Well, it's good to have you back in the booth, my son.
0: Great to see you again. Looking trim.
2: Thank you. I have been uh, watching what I've been eating. Just, just the wafers. <laughs> <laughs> um, Father, I was uh, having dinner with my housemate uh,
0: last week and I got cutlery for myself, but I didn't get it for her.
2: Oh, that's very selfish, my son. Were you cooking together? We were cooking together, but I feel like this was her
0: responsibility and not mine.
2: To get the cutlery for herself? Was she eating her own meal or were you sharing a meal together? The same food. Actually, the same. <laughs> I, I was talking of pig trotters, my son.
0: <laughs> well, Father, when she alerted me to the fact that... Um, that I didn't bring a cutlery, I, I I got her a knife, but Father, it was one of those non-serrated knives, which oh, they they're useless. They <laughs> are
2: absolutely useless. What were you with, eating? They're not
0: even. Good, we were eating butter, but <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, so salted we, or unsalted? are always unsalted. Good for you, my son. <laughs> yeah, it was well, just... you do know the story of of Jesus feeding the many with um with several loaves of bread and and some fish. Of uh, The story is, as a classic moral uh, Do unto others as you would like done Unto you And uh, many people are not aware of Of the extra fact That he also set the table And offered everyone <laughs> cracked pepper and salt as well Your penance, my son Is to literally have Every single dish run away with your spoons <laughs> Thank you, Father Be gone Okay Excuse me, excuse me. Excuse me. <gasps> sorry, I've
1: never been in this booth before. It's nice, isn't it? Very comfortable. <coughs> yeah, look at all the fairy lights. Um, forgive me, Father, for I have indeed sinned. Oh,
2: I'm so sorry. <laughs> My son, have a breath, please. Here, have a tic tac. Oh, thank you. <laughs> it's the only thing that fits through yeah, this grill. The <laughs> was just. <laughs>
1: Perfectly. It's almost like there's a sponsorship arrangement <laughs> in place. Um, I see you've tried to mash a Mars bar through this side. But it's
2: I, I learned the hard way, my <laughs> son.
1: I, um, I was at a cinema. Mm. Oh, God. And I opened up my chalk top to eat after the movie had started.
2: After the movie had started? I, my son, I must ask a question. Did this film have trailers? It did! (laughs) So you had a chance to eat your chalk top during the trailers and you chose the start of the film.
1: And one of the trailers was for the candy bar and said now's a good time to open your candy! (laughs) Oh
2: my son, did you even turn your phone off? Of course I'm not a savage. (laughs) So tell me my son, at least... What what type of film was it? Was it a loud film?
1: It was the live action remake of Aladdin.
2: Well, I mean, there are moments <laughs> and were you crunching loud? Very loud. Oh my son, this this is one of the worst I've heard from a newbie. <laughs> Your penance is to go on a date to the cinema and only have the options of Airbud 1, Airbud 2 golden receiver and <laughs> airbud 3 world Pub <laughs> <laughs>
3: no <laughs> <laughs>
0: So every once in a blue moon, I am partial to getting frozen yogurt. Um, <laughs> and I go with my girlfriend because she really likes it. Um, she selects her yogurt very, very quickly, moves along to the toppings that I personally find extremely overwhelming, but she moves across to the toppings and she has exactly an idea of what she's putting on the frozen yogurt. And when I approach the, the sort of the buffet section of all of these different toppings, I'm just overwhelmed. I don't know what to do. I don't know what flavors are going to go well together. I don't know what I'm doing and I do something different every time. Does she normally get the same stuff? I think she gets the same stuff with okay. sort of little variations. Um, look, she's very clever, <laughs> as you can tell. But I was wondering with you guys, when you're faced with a, uh, an assortment of items in a buffet like that, what's your, what's your strategy? How do you go? Do you freeze up? Do you, mm. do you know what you like?
1: Can I just say that never has one minute of audio better encapsulated the need for compulsory military service in this country.
3: <laughs> we really need a war to get some perspective back into <laughs> our lives.
2: This is the hardest decision of my life.
3: <laughs> for a sweet treat, I generally know the few things that I quite like and I'll be like, yep, I kind of like something chocolatey or whatever and I'll mm-hmm. pick a few things. But when you're like, talking about a general buffet that's got salads, meats, pastas, everything... Uh, I do the same thing every time And it ruins me every time I go and get a little bit of everything Because I was like I want to try it all out I want to I <laughs> find out what I like here Because it's all going to be different Every buffet you go to Little A little, little bit of that Plate is full to the brim I go through I find something I really like I get through the rest of it I'm too full I, I never yeah. go back The idea is to go back And get the thing you so, like So you're, you're a one plater Yeah At A single a, trip Yeah because I loaded up So much with everything
2: At a buffet A single trip Yes Josh, okay. Do you get? Do you grab a bread roll? Yeah, one of everything. <laughs> a dinner roll, they're called there, I think. A dinner <laughs> roll. Do you do you fill the dinner roll with the other ingredients on the plate? No, just a bit of butter. Just a bit of butter. A little bit of butter wrapped in foil. <laughs> there you go. There's the problem. You're filling up on unnecessary carbohydrates. Ah, uh, okay. interesting.
1: Sammy, what do you reckon? I reckon General Buffet is the name of the platoon commander who'll be in charge <laughs> of your sorry white boy asses <laughs> when he sends you to war in the coming decade. <laughs> But no, I, Josh and I would make good dinner dates because I'm the same. I have a bit, a bit of a famine mentality. where you, I, I want to be surprised and delighted. <laughs> I, the reason you ever leave the house is so you don't have the same old crap you make yourself. And if there's something a little bit exotic, I want to sample it. I want to bring it in. And also, I grew up in the 90s when you had Pizza Hut or You oh, Can Eat Buffet. Yeah. When this wasn't as much of an issue these days, if it's based on weight and things. You, I don't want to have that. I want to pay my money yeah. and then cut sick. I'm,
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just not sure that... Looking back on it, we should be trusting a restaurant that's chosen to provide volume of food (laughs) rather than quality. Yeah, it's a really good point. The other thing, Josh, I would have thought you'd hate a buffet because
0: you love your food really hot. And we all know that a little tea candle doesn't do
3: shit. (laughs) 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 <laughs> well, the problem, the, the key to it with the buffet is you've got to keep an eye on the chefs, and when they change something <laughs> you've got
0: to out, keep an eye on them
3: because <laughs> they're stealing the food. Um, no, because you got to, when they cha- make a changeover, you have got to get in there and you have got to keep an eye on. If that's been there for a while, you're in trouble.
2: Are they chefs? Do you reckon? <laughs> <laughs> are, they, are they really chefs? Like this is mass-produced food. Uh, using I'm, it very lightly. I'm the just term. curious. I'm always curious about how a restaurant arrives at. Let's do a buffet. Yeah. yeah Let's yeah. be buffet. Yeah. Like, are they just a group of friends that got together and they're like, hey, I'm good at this cuisine. I'm great at that. <laughs> yeah. Fuck it. Let's do them all. Or, Sammy... just, or just a group of waiters and chefs who just got sick of people asking
3: for stuff. Yeah. yeah.
1: And
2: all oh. they have to do is collect Look, you, the you You figure it out. Then. <laughs> <laughs> they literally just
1: opened up the kitchen and just turned that into a dining area. Or
3: well, they only buy in bulk. They're like, well, we're only
2: buying in bulk, guys. We've got to get through it. <laughs> are you guys going to Costco? Yeah, of course we're going to Costco. <laughs> Um, Dion, how many plates are you doing? Because we know that Sammy and Josh, single platers. Yeah. I mean,
0: you wouldn't expect me to have a particularly honed strategy for this, would you, Christian? No, but but just
2: by feel, right? You're going to a buffet. Yeah. Do you have yeah. a... And stra- I do
1: like to feel all the food <laughs>
2: <in> the <table laughs> before I have one of the joys. Very tactile experience. Is that a real candle or... <laughs> um, I can tell you. So I'll go and I think it through. I'll, I'll have an entree plate. Yep. I'll aim to have two mains plates. I I think we can all tell now why I'm the biggest (laughs) in the room. Um, But but I don't pile it on. I like to structure the plate. So I'll go, okay, this is going to be roast veggies, a little bit of cheese on the side. Okay, next plate, I'm going to move to the pasta.
1: Christian, what you're doing is fooling yourself into thinking that you're experiencing a fine dining... Uh, Establishment And and we Josh and I We're honest with ourselves We're animals Mm. (laughs) We pile up our trough of slop (laughs) And we shuffle back Out of sight of society And just cram it into our face, you're acting like it's some sort of actual yeah, restaurant.
0: That's such it. a good point. You're adapting
2: it into something that it's not meant <laughs> you know, to be. What I don't want to do is just mix all my food together like a big salad. <laughs> that's how it'll all end up in your stomach. <laughs>
3: <sir>. <laughs> but that's that's what the problem I run into, where you've probably separated your stuff. As much as I try and separate it, the beef stroganoff is just going through everything. <laughs> it's just getting everything wet, no matter what it is. Wet? Yeah, so what I do, you try and put a bit of a great wall of China rice. <laughs> And that could try and stop some of the overflow and soak it up so you could kind of keep those liquids apart.
2: Great. So yours is about division on the plate. As best I can. As best you can. But
3: then the size of the plate, sometimes level two. <laughs> you
2: just, yeah. You just yeah, have absolutely. to go for it. And I love a warm plate. Very important at a buffet. I think the, the standard of the buffet can be judged by how hot the plates are when you grab them. Because that's when you know they're thinking about rotation. If you've got a blow on the plate, it's great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely.
0: So is, is yum cha then, is that a buffet? Because, mm. I mean,
3: <laughs> it's very close, isn't it? It's I think very it, close. I think it
1: disrespects the yum-char experience, though, to call it a buffet. I think it does. Yeah. It, it, that is simply how yum-char is served. A buffet would be your beef stroganoff and your jelly. Yeah. And jelly. your yum-char as well. That, that, <laughs> that could be called. yum cha can be part of a buffet. <laughs> yeah.
2: But yum-char in itself is not, not a, buff. a buffet. Yeah. yeah. So, Dion, having heard our positions, yeah, how many
0: plates? I'm, just go- I'm not having the peace of mind to go multiple places. I'm just going one big plate and just doing multiple trips. I usually hate doing multiple trips. When I go shopping and I come back, I want to do one trip from my bags up until oh. my apartment. One trip.
2: I'm not doing two trips. I want to stay seated as much as possible. I have, um, I've grown over time, and I think the shame of the multiple trip isn't there as much as it used to be I remember as a child we used to go always our family would go at around Christmas time to this big Italian function centre that had a buffet and I would kind of pretend to go to the bathroom (laughs) and then just kind of come back with a plate by my side and be like oh is this was anyone else eating I'll just (laughs) I'll just have this throw it some yoodle yoodle cakes See, I'm imagining, Chris, you said
3: one entree plate and two maids. I I'm imagine you go with a full waiter all three at <laughs> once up the arm and just loading up goes, guys, it's okay. It's just one trip. Don't worry about it. But the
2: best thing about it is if you don't get through it, someone else on the table will be like, do you mind if I just, yeah, absolutely. Because <laughs> I can always grab
3: more. Oh, that's your ploy then. You've got. I'm just getting enough for everyone, guys. Yes. Yeah. Getting oh, enough for everyone. Great excuse. I've
0: never thought to do that. It doesn't matter what the cuisine is. There's always cold, hard-boiled
2: uh, eggs aren't there. <laughs> right at a buffet. One of my favourite staples at a buffet. Really? Yeah, I love a card. A card. <laughs> I love a cold. I love a cold hard cash. <laughs> 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 I love a cold hard boiled egg. What else is a staple? You've always you've always got the 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 prawns. <laughs> massive tray of prawns. Massive really? tray of calamari. Prawns. Dion, they've got everything. Oh, do when they? When you say they, yeah. define they. Sizzlers, the buffets, <laughs> the buffet conglomerate, big buffet.
3: <laughs> but Sammy, at Pizza Hut, I used to be a menace at the dessert cart. Mm-hmm. Did you just jump into the dessert cart? I. This is, it sounds like a comedy exaggeration, and it's not. I would leave that place with pockets full of <laughs>
1: Smarties and oh. the little, the little marshmallows, you know, little thimble-sized oh, ones. Yeah? Because it was. Just heaven I, I'm almost getting teary remembering that, <laughs> You know Here you are saying Don't trust a place That bases it on volume You went there for the volume You yeah. were just You were allowed To do your own
2: soft serve You were allowed To do your own jelly Oh man You were going to Some premium places Frankston Pizza Hut <laughs> yeah.
1: 1995 There I f- shall forever Reside in my mind Do
0: you think That's within your ambit To be able to take food And take it home Well Because it's it,
3: Does it have to be In your stomach To be ethical <laughs> It's close to the stomach Isn't it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't think you can take home buffet food.
0: I think you can.
3: I did. Yeah.
1: <laughs> not a theoretical question. You certainly can.
2: The question is morally strange. So, you think you can bring a Tupperware container and say, do you guys mind if I just fill this up? You,
1: I'm sorry, I don't get a law degree, but i not change my words. I never said the Tupperware container. I said billabong hoodie with, coat, with little pockets in it. The whole hoodie's just completely filled up with soup. Geez, Sammy really packed on the pounds. So.
2: Do you know what I really hate at a buffet is the rotating toaster. I I dislike how slow and how uh, inconsistent the toasting is. Why? Because normal toasters are
0: consistent, are they? You can control the temperature. What's the advantage of the rotating toaster? You can fit so
3: many slices of bread. And it's more fun.
2: And they, and they get to go on a little holiday as well, which is nice for the toast. But
3: I think we could, isn't the breakfast buffet the best of the buffets? It's the king of the buffets, the breakfast it buffet. absolutely is. In this
1: entire discussion, because my, my life I've realised with horror is one of not going out at night with kids. And so breakfast buffets has been the, my yeah. primary uh,
3: oh, yeah. touch point of the last 10 years probably. Yeah. They're great. Why is it the best, Josh? I it think, clearly is. I think all the food you can get at a breakfast buffet stays pretty good. The bacon kind of stays okay, the eggs stay fairly warm. Mm-hmm. Then it's like fresh fruit, yogurt, all, all this kind of stuff.
0: Sorry, what was that? Y- yogurt. Yogurt. Oh, Christian, dear. got a bone to pick with Josh. <laughs> I got a bone to pick.
3: Why do you say yogurt? We've discussed this before. <laughs> Because I watched a lot of English comedy when I was young, and I still do. And I found it funny the way they said it, and I continue to say this it that way. This is the way. second time you picked this bone <laughs> on this podcast. Wait, S- in this episode? Yeah. Just to go back to the breakfast buffet for a moment, what's the best... I'll tell you the other place you get them is the hostel breakfast. That's also a bit of a buffet. Very bare bones, though. Generally, it's just your cereal, it's just your toast, and maybe some fruit if you're lucky. What
0: do you reckon, Sammy? What do you think about yeah. that hostel buffet?
3: Oh, look, the old just knife stuck in a Vegemite pot. <laughs> is it a and- buffet?
0: Look, a, is it? It's just a loaf of bread with a bit of spread, isn't we're, it? We're back
1: to the yumcha discussion. <laughs> <laughs> buffet is in the eye of the beholder. And <laughs> when I was traveling around as a 19 year old backpacker, it was not a buffet, it was a feast of kings. <laughs> <laughs> and you yeah. would eat, uh, yeah, I, I would make myself little veggie mite sandwiches. Marmite, sorry, it was, you know, alongside the yogurt. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, and carry that around for the day. Or, or little, in your hoodie,
2: in my hoodie, <laughs> in your pockets. <laughs> really really good you know what's really really good really really good you know what's really really good do you
3: know what's really good a strike in a casual game of ten pin bowling <laughs> really, good. really good really
2: good
3: do you know what's really
0: good When you shave your beard into a dry sink and your beard hairs can be pinched and cleaned up easily. Really good. Really good. Really good. good.
2: Do you know what's really good? When the form you're filling out leaves enough space on the page for your signature. Oh, really good. Really good. good.
1: Do you know what's really good? (laughs) When you accidentally run over someone's dog but they haven't seen it happen so you can just drive (laughs) away and no one will ever know.
0: Really Really good. Really good. (laughs) Really (laughs) good. And, of course, we like to read out a listener really good. We have really good Fridays that happen every two weeks, so get on social media and contribute. Um, and, Sammy, you're going to be reading this
1: week's? Yeah, KJ Matheson uh, thinks something is really good, and this is it. When you have a house party and everyone leaves their alcohol. Really, oh. really oh. good! Really good!
2: Really, really good!
0: thank you very much for listening to Welcome to Patchwork uh, for another week Sammy it's been an absolute pleasure having you here if people on the off chance they
1: have enjoyed listening to you on our show oh. where else can they hear you they can hear me um, uh, well every morning of the rest of my <laughs> <laughs> for the next two years contractually <laughs> applied 5.30am Melbourne time wherever you are in the world you can find it on the ABC Radio Melbourne website stream it on the app and I'll just be chatting away and you've got a tour coming up as well national tour singing some songs from my aria losing album symphony in j minor
0: <laughs> and we like to thank again our patrons um, you mean the world to us uh, if you're not yet a patron we're doing a drive at the moment uh, we need to get to a hundred and then we'll be able to uh, pay for things that we buy for this show <laughs> it can get very expensive so thanks so much uh, in the last couple of weeks of people have signed up we really appreciate it go mm. to uh, patreon.com forward slash welcome to patchwork and as we do every week we sew a new patch into our quilter friendship Sammy, what patch did you sew into your quilt this week?
1: Oh, I almost didn't want to sew because I feel so enveloped by love and warmth <laughs> in this, this quilt. It's been a joy. But no, I did ultimately, and I don't know where you stand with advertising, but I did ultimately sew in a Pizza Hut logo, <laughs> but it was the 1995 version. <laughs> Very simple. And behind that, I've just uh, sort of pinned in a photo of me uh, eating a chop top loudly with two <laughs> thumbs up. <laughs> So a bit of, more
3: of a collage <laughs> uh, And Josh, what did you sew in this week? Uh, my patch this week Was Sammy going to an escape room And leaving with a hoodie full of phone cables <laughs>
2: oh. <laughs> And Christian, what patch did you sew this week? Funny, I also sewed a patch of Sammy This week, <laughs> I sewed into my patch Sammy craving some hot eggs But only happening upon the cold hard-boiled variety <laughs> So then using his thump thumb thump To scramble them up <laughs> And Dion, what did you sew into your patch this week? My
0: patch this week is Josh noticing all the lights out in Cairo because Vincenzo has demanded all wind turbines in the country to stop oscillating. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you very much for listening to Welcome to Patchwork for another week. I've been Dion. I've been Josh. And I've been Christian.
1: I remain Sammy J. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.
0: Goodbye. I hope that's clear enough. Joan of Arc.
1: I hope. You better keep that last interaction. (laughs) If you don't include this bit right now, (laughs) I will be (laughs) ropeable.